0: Man, show we have a special guest for you, Titans Wires here, Richard Mathis. Come off a big game against the Colts, and he's here on the box with John and myself. Richard, what's up, man?
1: What's up? What's going on? I appreciate y'all for having me.
0: Hey, everything's good on our end, bro. I gotta tell you, first of all, congrats on last night's game, winning the game, and happy birthday to you, bro. So, what what, what a great way to start in your birthday week with a win against the Colts on Monday Night Football!
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's been, it's been a great week. Uh great week of practice. You know, unfortunately, I had to practice on my birthday, but it's all good. It was worth it. Went out there and got the dub on Monday night and, uh, you know, on to the next.
0: Well, you got a Bowie after Cleveland, so you can Maybe you can go enjoy your birthday after Cleveland, right?
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely.
0: <laughs> no doubt. Hey, you're the last one. No, 79. We're the last dying Breed. John's That was a little bit below the
2: belt, right? That was real.
0: Uh shots fired. <laughs> All day low. Shots fired. <laughs> fired. <laughs> man, oh man. So I'm talking to Rashard You're with you at the offense. Um uh, how you guys clicked on with Derek Henry running the ball, DeBarco Murray, you know, you you getting those passes, Derek, Derek getting these balls, Taiwan and getting guy hit on a deep run as well. So I happy you to see your offense click the way it has, man. Yeah,
1: you know, just uh last night was a good display of uh everybody being involved and everybody making plays and everybody doing their one eleven players contributing to a, a great team, and, you know. I was happy to see you guys you know, end zone, and Marcus is doing a, well, a good job at uh, you know distributing the ball around, and guys are making plays. You know, uh, that's what it's all about you know, uh, making the play when the, when your number gets called and taking
3: advantage of all your opportunities.
2: do you feel that when Marcus's hamstring uh, fully heals and Corey Davis gets back healthy with his own hamstring injury, that the offense can go to an either an even higher level and force defenses into uh, kind of having to decide? What to take away and who to direct their attention to, so you had even more threats and become even more prolific.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, like you said, you know, Marcus was out there with a with a bummed hamstring, and uh, Corey, you know, uh, he hasn't been out there, and he showed what he could do when he is out there. And you know, just when, when we we're able to put all those pieces together, uh, I think we're going to be even more dangerous uh, than we are now. You know, but you know, we got we got to do what we got to do. We uh, can't make any excuses. You know, we still got to uh, do a better job at, at scoring and uh, getting the ball in the end zone, getting the red zone. But, you know, uh, for the most part, we're doing all right. You know, we still got uh, a long way to go throughout the season, and hopefully we can pick it up each week and, and uh, execute the way, we, the way we know we can.
0: And you, you've been the Titans. We're well, the only second year to the Titans here, Richard. What's been the biggest improvement you've seen in Marcus' game? For it's his leadership skills, his throwing the ball. What's for you been the biggest thing for you seen from Marcus' his improvement, to be even a better quarterback for you guys going forward?
1: Uh, just just like you said, you know, being a leader, understanding it, uh, understanding that you know the offense is his. You know, he can kind of maneuver the way he wants to, and you know, w- once he continues to keep understanding that, which I think he's doing uh, week in, week out, day in, day out, even at practice. You know, I think he's just going to be um, even more dangerous than he is now, you know. Uh, but he's doing a great job at leading the team uh, and being vocal when he needs to be and uh, just doing what he does, you know.
2: So, short, every day in practice y- you go up against uh, a defense that's led by a legend in How amazing is it to see a guy at his age still out there getting after it every day and really be excited to be out there? And, and how often do you get to interact with him? Um, I,
1: I see Coach the every now and then. Uh, you know, uh, it's it, 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 he he instills you know that 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 competitive you know uh, itch in, in you. You know, and you could definitely tell the defense loves playing for him, and they they go out there and they, everybody's you know um, running to the ball. You know, everybody's competing. Everybody's pushing each other. And you know you could definitely tell that that's what he's instilling in his players. You know uh, whether it's on the field or off the field, um, and I th- I think it, I think it's great because you know it, it pushes us offensive players, it pushes myself, and you know just pushes any time you can get around people that that help you to to uh, you know up your game and get better. You know I'm you know you got to be all for it.
0: Folks, Rashard Matthews here, the Tennessee Titans on the Boston Man Show. Titans wide receiver, 24-catch this year. to close touchdowns. We're doing a things for the Titans out there. In now, Rashard, I'm hoping that John will put his Cleveland Browns fandom away and support the show guest this week because you played John's <laughs> Browns in a classic trap game. Now, after seeing what happened to Denver with the Giants, so is that service notice to you guys to prepare hard? This will be ready for – for the Cleveland Browns, not look at their record and not let the human nature take over and say, hey, these guys are 0-6. we we going to beat them anyway. We have a bye week after this. So, what's going to make sure y'all stay focused, not to let that trap game happen to you all as it happened to Denver with the Giants there on Sunday Night Football?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, it's just it's just all about your mentality. You know, uh, we got to go out there and do what we do. Can't worry about the, the team that we're playing. We got to just go out there and execute and, and – uh, make plays in and, and all three phases, you know, especially in defence and offense. Just go out there and do what we do. Play together and have fun doing it. And I think we'll we'll do a good job at uh, you know, hopefully coming out with a W. Um, you know, it doesn't you know, I always tell people it doesn't matter we, you know, whether your record what what the opponent's record is, what your record is, you know, everybody we're also professional. We also um whether whether, you know, the high side our, our uh, schools and college and all that stuff. So it doesn't matter, you know, any game, I always tell you any given Sunday, Monday or Thursday, you know, uh, you can get guy if, if you're not prepared.
2: So, the Charlotte J.R.C., you know, informed you that I'm a Cleveland fan, but I am authorizing you to, to lay the smack down on the Browns um, when you play them. You can go ahead and go off on them. I'm going to put you in a couple of my fantasy lineups. So, you want to maybe do, yeah. like, I don't know. <laughs> what, why don't you put up one of those nice Julio Jones games, you know? Give me, like, ten catches, two bills, yeah, two TDs, something yeah. like that. Are you, you okay with that?
1: i'm I mean, all for sure, it shoot i'm, I'm going there and do what i gotta do
2: everybody else is whooping their <laughs> ass
1: you might as well do it too right <laughs> i mean you know uh, you know i mean they're they're, they're still a, a great organization you know they're, they're putting their pieces together um it's a long season you know um you never know they got well we got uh shoot uh, 10 games left so um you're being much you never kind of that, being much kind games.
2: of yeah, being much kinder than I am, I understand. I understand where you're coming from. I won't put you on the spot, but being a a, a veteran now, six years in, you got the bye week coming up after Cleveland, as JR mentioned. How do you handle that now? Do you Handle it differently than you did in year one, year two? Is that something that you kind of grow into as as you get further along into your career?
1: Uh, I don't know. For me, myself personally, you know, everybody's different. You know, some guys go have a good time. Guys go hang out with their families. Uh, uh hello You guys there? Yes, yes.
0: We are yeah. yeah, uh, still
1: right. with Shark. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. My my phone was uh acting up. I apologize. Uh, but you know everybody does things differently. I've always been a guy who tries to take care of my body. Um, so I I'm gonna do just a great job of take care of my body. I've been doing the same thing from week one, uh, from my first year till now. You know, I I I just take care of my body. I don't really worry about uh kind of enjoying the time off. I kind of just you know focus on stretching maybe doing yoga, Pilates, stuff like that. Just take care of my body. Right? Just, uh, you know, when, I, when we come back that, you know, I haven't missed a beat and, and uh, you know, I'm good to go.
2: After putting up all those stats on, uh, on the Browns the week before, you're probably going to be a little tired. You might have to rest
1: up. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm hoping we can get there. We'll, we'll see what's up. You know, the biggest thing, you go down in Cleveland and, uh, you know, they're going to be, they're going to uh, give us a fight and we got to be prepared and, you know, the biggest thing is just go down there and, um, you know, hopefully enter in the bye week with a W.
0: I hear that. Now, Rashard, take us behind the scenes for you, bro. Uh, Where is your game day routine to get ready to go out there, point that two-tone blue and ball out for these Titans, man? So talk to us about kind of what you go through on game day to get ready to play each Sunday, Thursday, or Monday, whichever day you got you on, on that schedule, bro.
1: Yeah, it just depends. Uh, for a home game, <clears throat> Uh, you know, usually at 12 o'clock game, I'll wake up in the morning, uh, go to the facility, get in the hot tub, uh, relax a little bit in the hot tub, and then uh, I'll go in the weight room and stretch out a little bit, um, just get my body warmed up before I get to the stadium. Then uh, I'll go home, uh, change and then head to the stadium and just kind of uh, roll out, see the chiropractor there, um, and just kind of stretch and, and get ready for the game, go out, do pregame. And come back in, and then it's time to go. Uh, for away games, it's, it's a little different because you know I don't have the hot tubs and stuff like that. They they provide the hot tubs and stuff for us in the uh, in the way in the locker room, but I usually don't do that. I just uh, try to take the first or second bus out to the stadium and just get there early so I can stretch and and uh, roll out and do things I need to do to get my body warmed up and uh, kind of get in the zone before the game.
2: So,
0: Jay,
2: I, yeah, I just wanted to interject one thing. I've heard you just a couple in these last couple answers. You really stress the amount of care you take in preparing your body to play. And, and I just wanted to point that out because you guys take an absolute beating out there. And, and some positions move more than others in different ways. But wide receivers, I mean, you guys take some awkward hits. You go to the ground awkwardly, uh, frequently during the game. Uh, when you do come into contact, and even off the ball, you guys have a lot of contact. So can you just kind of expand on that a little bit, how how physically taxing it is to play your position?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It, it's definitely taxing. Uh, you know, I, I believe, you know, uh, as far as um, phys- physically, you know, um, I mean, you know, just being ready, to, you know, the receiver position has to be uh, your body. You can't really slack it. uh it's visible if you're not if you're not uh, performing the way you need to perform or running as fast as you need to run, you know. Because our position, you have to be running full speed. You can tell if somebody's uh, jogging or not. You know, uh, hitting the, the speed that they should be hitting, um, or if their legs are just dragging behind them. So it's very important to to take care of your body. You know, I tell guys a lot coming up that you know they should do yoga, Pilates. You know, um, hopefully they they don't take the macho approach and they're not like oh you know that's that's not for me because it, it really helps your body and i challenge you if you've never done a pilates class to try it because if you think it's easier if you think it's uh i don't know if you have anything against it i i guarantee you 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 don't know how strong your core is until you go do a pilates class but uh yeah for definitely for receivers and um and dbs i think because you you um, you're not just Taking a couple steps or doing anything, you have to be kinda of warmed up, uh, ready to go right away, you know.
2: I, I think there's a Pilates place next to the burrito place that I go to all the time. I might have to I'm, about to, yeah. Dip. Yeah. I'm about to dip in there one day.
1: That's 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 a sign, you know, they put it right next next to it, like, hey, don't don't get the food, come over here.
2: <laughs> oh, that's funny. So listen, JR and I just got I'm gonna let you know that we've got some skills on the court, okay? On the court. So, J.R. Yeah. has got a um, mean outside game, okay? He, he can shoot the three from anywhere. He's basically like, if, if you've seen Steph Curry play, he's like a little step above that as far as accuracy. And then oh, I've got relax, a good post-game. So, yeah, yeah. so we had a good <laughs> inside-outside game. Now, we know you used to hoop back in high school uh, in Cali, so how often do you get on the court these days, if at all? And then how would you rate your game? Did you do, would you rate it, would you be on the same level as J.R. and I?
1: Uh, I will definitely be on the same level as y'all. You know, I mean, you to, you know, I I pick I pick a a partner and we can go two on two. You know, whenever y'all want it. But uh, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh,
0: I mean, oh, I, please do, Richard. Pick <laughs> Harry Douglas. Hey, pick oh, him, please. Hey, I'm telling you all right
1: now. I don't know if y'all gonna have a handful, man. Me and Harry, that's that's gonna be a mean combination. You know what I'm
2: saying? I don't know if y'all want that. Uh, I'll, I'm gonna pick <laughs> but, Dick LeBeau. He's it, KG better.
1: Oh yeah, I mean hey, I don't care who's out there. I'm a competitor. I mean you could be a uh, five year old kid on it's not like you score, so nah, but um nah and uh Harry can shoot too though, so, you know you know his brother's in the league and all that stuff. So he got a he got a nice little shot. But um yeah, I can hoop a little bit. I, I can, yeah, he does. I can hoop a little bit. I could do I could do my dad. I can handle my leg out there. Uh I'm a lot faster than people people expect and I'm a lot more aggressive than people expect and uh you know, he just he, you know, uh People, uh they, they judge a book by a cover when they see me, you know. They, they think that I can't hoop and I get up there and I'm like, oh, it's not. So I, I love to, uh, you know, catch people off guard.
0: Now, Rashad, I want you to ask Harry this story. Uh, his Christmas foundation, first year in uh it was Jonesboro High School. I was out there in Stacy Adams knocking down threes. They were playing a horse. Ask him. He, he he can't deny it. I left in my church shoes. see so you out here in church shoes. I sure it was. My Fancy Adams knocking down threes right playing. Uh-oh. Them. That's <laughs> okay. asking. Okay. Hey, I, I respect I, I believe
1: so, you. I'm just saying, you know, once I uh once I get out there on that court, you might be a little different with a hand in your face, you know? Okay. Because I'm, hey, I'm going
0: to be right there. Hey,
1: you ain't going to be you, you gonna just be shooting on air. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I got you, hey, hey man, what, all I tell you what, bro, this is being fun. We got to do this again real soon, and we gotta get on the court. I'm gonna tell you again, we gotta get John on the court when you and Harry play. I know Harry knee might be kind of over knee injury, but when he gets healthy, get him on the court. Yeah, <laughs> we, we go two no, two to the twenty four. He healthy. We need a bad – We need, bad, <laughs> we need a, all the I was to get, say, yeah, he, it, it, when he's healthy, he, 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 he pretty much
2: there. So,
1: uh, you know, it, uh, whenever y'all like I said, whenever y'all want to, you know. Get get school on the court right quick. Just let us know.
0: <laughs> no doubt, man. Hey, <laughs> man. Hey, bro. Have a good game, it's Cleveland. Beat them boys, man. I'll see you against Baltimore and Ravens, man. Look forward to it, bro. All right, Thanks pre- again.
1: Appreciate y'all for having me, man. Have a good one.
0: You too now. That's what's right back on the Boss Man show people. Hope y'all enjoyed that one.
4: Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers.
0: Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you.
5: And athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at CoachTWill24 or Instagram TravisLWilliams24
0: Man, show we talked to Tennessee Titans wide receiver Rashard Matthews, who challenged me and John to a two on two game. We will win that game as Harry Douglas and him. I guarantee you, yeah, that people don't worry about it. Me and John got the two NFL players, but now we're going to another John, John Zarneski, in the Boston show, NFL writer. We used to be at Fox Sports, who I used to read all the time, get my information about, about football, have him on the show right there tonight. So, John, how's life out there for you, man? Pretty good, pretty good. A little warm all in you. California right now, but whatever, you know. Hey, I wish I was warm like you out there, man. Uh, this morning in Atlanta, I had I had frost on my windows when if I left left town. Wow, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and John and and John would tell you, I don't do cold weather and snow. I'm terrible with those two things.
2: <laughs> no, so J- JR does not miss. Yeah, they do not definitely do not
0: miss. Exactly. Now, what's gonna be happening here, in Atlanta? John is. The Falcons are blowing big leads again. Uh, Sunday, Hi. Miami seventeen nothing halftime lead, blow lead again. So, what do you attribute the Falcons' propensity to constantly blow second half leads lately? Even against Green Bay, they kind of got got a little wobbly and shaky there. So, what's going on with the Falcons from your expert eyes? What's why the team keeps to come out second halves and play conservative without do what they need to do to win games and finish the games? Yeah, you know, I don't know. You, the first thing you got
6: to think about is. This is Super Bowl hangover, the way they blew that game in Houston, you know, against the Patriots. But, And I think another factor probably is uh, Sarkeesian, you know, just being new to the offense and stuff like that. And, and Matt has really sort of struggled. I, You know, six touchdowns, six interceptions, that's not MVP-like. You know, I think that's another big factor. Um, it's sort of weird to me because... I thought opening the season this was still the best team in the NFC, but they sure aren't playing like it. And to lose to Buffalo and now Miami at home is, I'd say, pretty embarrassing, you know, because I don't see any of those teams that have been making the playoffs.
2: So John, with the, the shakiness of the Falcons that uh, you just alluded to and the Saints' resurgence, and the Panthers right. are seemingly rebounding as well. So, how right. do you to handicap the NFC South, uh, you know, coming up to the midpoint of the season. Where do you think we go from here in that uh, division?
6: Well, you know, I think Sunday's a huge game for them. I mean, I think they have to go into New England and win. And uh, and then if they do that, then I think they still got a shot at winning the division. I like the Saints a little bit better than Carolina right now because of Drew Brees and the offense seems to be clicking. And for some reason, the last three weeks, the Saints have found a defense. You know, um, and with Keekly maybe being in concussion protocol, I just, I'm not wild about Carolina's offense. That I mean, that's, that's where it's really coming from. So I, it could come down, if Atlanta can get its act together, I think it could come down to the Saints and in them in the division because I think Tampa Bay is going to fall off the face
0: of the earth too. Yeah, Tampa is always just that team that just never – they have so much promise. They give you that on paper. They be good, but when the game starts, on, you right. know, they never show up. It's always a, a letdown. I, cur- I think it's the cur- I
6: think it's, that's the curse of hard knocks, too. I mean, not too many teams have done hard knocks, and really, they talk Super Bowl on on the on the HBO show every week. And I mean, this team is definitely not going going to the Super Bowl. I can t- tell you that right now.
0: Now, uh, now, John, I'm gonna tell you about my travels. I was in Tennessee last night for the Titans coach. In <laughs> Atlanta this morning, drove back late. landed there this morning, and of course, I'm, I'm out out the way now. Uh, I saw the Titans play. The Marcus Mariota looked good last night. Has had on with Sean Matthews from the Titans. Fast segment here, had him on talking about the team. Right. But Deshaun Watson in, in Houston is is lighting things up down there, man. And did you right. expect him to do this for the Texans this early? And did you think he would? Follow all the twelve in the draft, and John is a Browns fan. His Browns could have got Deshaun Watson and Deshaun. Right. Ka- After they got the wrong, Deshaun, could have had Deshaun Watson and Kaiser. <laughs> so, what do you feel about Mr. Watson Houston? Is he Michael Jordan? as that as when he glossed him during the draft process?
6: I don't know, but I think he's really played well. I do think Cleveland missed the boat not drafting him. I mean, I they picked three guys in the first round. You know, I mean, they had the picks to be able to do this. Uh, to get a quarterback. And I think Watson, everyone really liked him athletically. It was like they were worried about his interceptions and stuff. But geez, playing a totally different offense for Bill O'Brien, he looks great. He has 15 touchdowns already. It's leading the league. uh, Pretty amazing. And everybody knew he could run and and stuff. So I heard all summer that he was working hard in camp. And you know, spending long hours and studying the offense and stuff like that. The only surprising thing is that Houston didn't start him. you know, game one. I mean, they were ready to play him because they pulled Savage in the first half and put him right in there and look what he's done. And I think the great thing about it for young quarterbacks, is a lot of the receivers down there are young too, you know. So um, I think that's all a plus. The bad thing for Houston, obviously, is they lost J.J. Uh, J. Watt, you know, and I mean – it's to look like it's because they're going to have to win with offense this year instead of defense.
2: So, John, I don't want to uh, spend too much time on a perpetually losing team like Cleveland, but basically, <laughs> it's just it's been terrible. But they,
6: i heard that they missed that on Wentz last year, the year before.
2: Right, right, and that was leading me into my question: is that they the I've heard that the front office. And, and the coaching staff, specifically Hugh Jackson, aren't necessarily on the same page. Jackson's probably more of an old school um, player evaluation driven guy where these, the front office right. is more of this new money ball set of guys, right. and numbers guys, uh, and analytics.
6: And that's all true, too. And that's all true.
2: So oh. I've heard that there might be a change in the front office side of this equation because they're kind of the, the ownership group as far as what I'm hearing is that they're kind of on the Hugh Jackson side where they're... They're not seeing the dividends being paid by the the analytical aspect of what these guys are doing in the front office. I just am curious to know um, if the Browns will ever, at least, be an eight and eight team again. At some point in the next <laughs> 20 years, is that is it going to happen? Will they ever be well, uh, I a mean, uh, mediocre thing
6: team? Is, and I've never been a big fan of the analytic thing uh, that's come into the NFL. Personally, I'm sort of old school, too, about having scouts that can go out and judge a guy and say whether he can play or not in the NFL. And I think that's what you're saying about Hugh. Uh, um, but Hugh also actually thought this guy from Notre Dame was going to be okay, and so that's a bad mark against him, I think. And uh, um, You really need to hit on a quarterback to win in the NFL, there's no doubt about it. Now, there's going to be... I still like the kid out here at SC, he's going to if he comes out, I think he has a chance to be a really good player in the NFL. But who knows if he comes out? But the Browns are going to be in position to draft high again because I they're going to have a hard time winning one or two games. You know.
2: Yeah, I just it, it, again I don't want to spend too much time on it because it's a right. professional situation that we can discuss every year like clockwork. So <laughs> right, <I laughs> uh, we'll I go uh, we'll, we'll go back to the, the Titans here a little bit. Um, Jared mentioned we spoke with uh, Rashard Matthews earlier in the program, um, huh. and, and after seeing uh, Mariota's game against the Colts um, right. on Monday Night Football, what are your thoughts on his progression as a QB so far? You know, Rashard gave us a, a little bit of his what he sees on the field and, and in the in the building with him, and I'm I'm curious from the outside looking in what your perspective is.
6: You know, I think. I think he still has a chance to be very, very good. I mean, he played pretty well last night, considering he wasn't 100% with that hamstring. And they do have two fine running backs there, and Henry and DeMarco Murray. Uh, I I don't know. I was surprised that they haven't won more games, to be honest with you. Uh, I think they still have a shot in that division because the Colts, you know, I think it could come down. I'm not totally sold on Jacksonville. So I think Mariota still has a, a chance to be very good. I'm, I guess my biggest problems there. I'm not a big fan of the head coach there in Tennessee either. So I mean, I think he could use a more creative kind of coach, like say McVeigh is for for the Rams right now.
0: Yeah, if you if you remember, it's the same offense the Falcons ran uh, before he went to Buffalo and Jacksonville with Matt Ryan. Is like because right, I, I do remember all that. Remember all that. Yeah. Yeah, because. It's crazy went a lot of games they in a plus a lot with that offense uh not a lot, no, not a lot, not a lot oh okay okay, okay you, you know you know what's crazy, John? I'm in the press box now, I, and I, I can tell guys what's coming because I've saw it so many years now in Atlanta, I know the offense right. pretty much myself <laughs> you know, I know right, it's coming <laughs> you know, it's gonna be eleven pro Chanel, I hear you. It's gonna be a run to the left. You're gonna to bootleg to the right. right. It's gonna be the same combo right. route. I know the offense. It's like, hmm. Right. If I know not listen the press right. box, they must go on the field too. <laughs> right. For
6: sure they do. I mean, and I mean, it's uh, that's what I think. It's like, I think Atlanta still has a chance because on offense, because they have so many weapons. I think one of the problems it's, you think about a basketball team, you know. You only have five, but it seems like the Falcons really do have a lot more weapons than five. I mean, they have a couple tight ends, you know, four receivers, two backs. You know, I think that's the thing. I mean, they—I think Ryan threw a touchdown to a guy I'd never even heard of before. the squad yeah. guy Marvin
0: Hall signed on
6: Saturday. R- I Tuesday. know. How
0: about that? Made I, I, the I game. saw the name and I go, "Who is
6: that?" You know. And so it's—I so I—I still think there's some hope there. They—they need to figure out. Their offensive line has never been, you know, let's say a in
0: line, and they have
6: to get over that. But it's, uh, it is what it is, you know.
0: And speaking of injuries, John, Aaron Rodgers is out uh, on a different period right. of time. Uh, who are you favorite in the NFC North now? Is it Detroit or are you looking at Minnesota with Kinnam running the show, where we finally see Bridgewater? Because I think I think that's going to be the based on what I'm hearing.
6: Right. I I, I mean the only reason why I'm, I'm not, I don't I like Minnesota now just because of I uh, not being. He may not be able to play again the the, the rest of the year. And I like Minnesota has a defense, not because of Case Keenum. You know, what I mean, they got best defense in that division by sure far. They Very yeah, aggressive. And they can score on defense. I and mean, I think that's that's the uh, that, that's why you're in that division. And I think Stafford's already beat up in Detroit, and they're losing guys every every day now. So you know, they just don't have any receivers. You know, they, they've been playing hard. And Minnesota, because I don't see Hudley really taking the backers' top.
2: So, John, we're through six weeks of the season. Um, right. We've got a pretty good idea of who everyone is going on. What teams have surprised you in a positive way and a negative way from what you've seen through the first six weeks of the season?
6: Uh, in the NFC, it's the Eagles and, and the Rams, I think. Uh, I mean, Carson Wentz looks like he's learned to become a better player, and they got a nice pass rush there in Philadelphia, and they look like a playoff team to me, and, and so does the Rams right now. I mean, they, they have a big game in London on Sunday, but I do like what McVeigh has done with that team. On a, on a negative side, I Raiders are disappointing. I think everyone sort of thought they were going to be a playoff team, and they lose to Kansas City to, on Thursday night, and they could be in a real hole, you know. Um, and Giants, what a pathetic coaching job by that guy, McAdoo, early in the season. And I thought they had a chance to win 10-10s and uh
0: and and they're not going to the playoffs and I would say those are my pluses and minuses right now. And last one for you, Giants, this we talk about off there, the Ezekiel Ezekiel Elliott, temporary in order for the Cowboys, the Cowboys two and three right now in San Francisco, uh the Jerry Jones anthem thing going on out there with the Cowboys as well. So <laughs> a lot of sense with the Dallas Cowboys right now for for a lot of different so right. king, uh, with all these things they got swirling over their heads and eventually do you see Elliott playing the whole year then get suspended next year because he's gonna to try to use the option he can, he possibly can?
6: Right, Well, what the latest is, he's going to be able to play at least the next two weeks. Uh, it, it makes sense to me. I did with Brady, Brady so hard for that four games. Is like try it in the off season and let it let him have his day in court, be at the World Court, won't do it in Oregon or Dallas or whatever, and have the courts decided, you know, uh, kind of thing. But I do think the whole Elliott thing has mess up the Cowboys. I mean, there's a couple games he hasn't played well. I think it's always been hanging over that locker room they're talking about Elliot, than they're talking about the team. I think it's impacted them. And on the, on the other thing there is their defense. Their defense has been a sieve. I think mm-hmm. in three of their last four games, they've been a 35 and not win in the NFL, giving up that many points even. Dak throws four touchdowns a game, you know what I'm saying? It's that's, I think that's their problem. think They've done a nice job trying to hide some of the liabilities on defense, but it's caught up with them. Now, they're getting shot. John- He's their best player by far on defense, and uh, they should be able to be beat San Francisco, but I still think they have a shot. Keep it and head on for the rest of the season. I think Prescott will only get better. I don't know. It's, I mean, they look like they should have won 10, 10 or eleven games when I saw them in August in camp. I, I think they they may snap out of it because they still have a pretty good line and
0: and they got some pretty good
6: guys on, on offense
0: too. We're only hoping the America's team will finally show up their potential on that they've been saying for the last twenty-two years. We hopefully we'll see it soon. <laughs> Cause I'm out right here. Hopefully they'll be. Able to start, be shining bright. Hopefully one day. <laughs>
2: could be a Browns fan. Could be a Browns fan.
0: You got that right, John. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's best, yeah. You know, yeah. You, you got that right. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, John, this has been great a the show. I, I love your working with the Fox. Man, you got great, work, great information. Yeah. So good to have you here for the here in Atlanta to enjoy some of your Van hops about the NFL, man. Okay, I appreciate it. Thank you. Hi, for the here on the Boss Man Show. Come on, this is Bob Rathburn after the break.
4: Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers.
0: Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you.
5: And athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach 24 or Instagram TravisLWilliams24
2: How you doing? Hey, good. Good, good, good to talk to you again. How are you? Everything going good? Doing great, yeah. Just got to up. Okay, cool. Are you uh, Are you in a good spot to, to do the interview? Do you need a few more minutes? Yeah, no, I'm good. Okay, cool. I'm going to shoot you where you are, and then you guys got the audio dialed in, and then we'll be off and running, okay? Okay, great. All right, JR, you? Thanks, John. Hey,
0: Bob, how are you Good. Very good. Yes, indeed. I hear that, hey, I love the call last night. I love seeing the guys come out there and get that win. People thought we wasn't going to be good this year, but I, I tell people, we're going to surprise people. we we'll got right.
2: He's a great coach.
0: He really is. You got that right. You got that right. John, ready to go, bro?
2: Uh, yeah. Leo is uh, looking good on my end, so unless you guys have any issues to bring up, uh, we're good to go.
0: Thanks, brother. All right, folks, we're back in the JR. the Boss Man Show. Talk to Rashard Matthews, John Sardineski, and I'm going to a a great guy, the one and only Bob Ruffin on the show. Bob, good to have you back on the show, man. How's it going right now?
5: Great
7: to be back. Appreciate that.
0: You got that right, man. I tell you what, Bob, I got ask you, man, uh, how was your offseason, man? We know about the few months. How's was your offseason this year? Did you have anything fun you want to show the listeners out there? I know it's like a rough time with a guy like you can't call Hawks basketball every day.
7: Well, I mean, they're our worst way to make a living, that's for sure. Uh, had a good summer. You <laughs> know, we, right. do the, uh, we do the Atlanta Dream Game in the summertime on Fox Sports Southeast. So, kept me busy. You know, kept me in the gym. Happy about that.
0: Yeah, Got to believe that, man. I love, I love your calls, man. You're a great dude, man. You all keep, keep us all day, all time. Okay. man. And, man. Now, a lot of people, I told you off the air, a lot of people say in the Hawks, I won't be that good this year. Uh, the Hawks are going to have to rebound. What is the, the Haywood injury, Bob? You thought the Hawks have a chance still to be a foul to AC with Coach Buds coaching, the young guys growing, they still taking a big role leader. The Hawks will be okay to still make play playoffs once once more this year.
7: Well, it's going to be a long slog. There's no doubt about that. A Sl- lot scoring and so much rebounding. But I think the one thing we got in our favor is we've got young, hungry guys who want to compete, as they showed in the opening game at Dallas. And we've got a coaching staff that knows what they're doing, and they can divide, Can really maximize uh, what they've got in terms of their talent. Uh, I think Bud is proving again that he's an amazing coach, and I think the, the thing I like is that he took a look at the roster and said, okay, we've got to change the way that we're playing. And um, he spread the floor. He got five wide. It creates a lot of space, and that is right up Dennis's alley. Uh, It gives him a chance to, you know, set things up for himself and his teammates. Uh, They shoot just good enough. They get to the line enough to make it work. And, you know, it's not going to be easy. I'm not going to kid anybody. It's not like we're one of the elite team in the East. But I think we are pretty good, and I think we got a chance to, you know, do some damage. And uh, we'll see where the chips fall come the end of the year. But I like the spirit. The guys are good. They're young.
2: They're hungry. They will prove
7: themselves in the NBA.
2: Now, when you, when you look at the Hawks' off-season acquisitions, who are some of the guys you feel are going to help the Hawks win? Uh, in, in some, as you mentioned just now. It's going to be kind of a tougher fight for them this season. So who are the guys you think are helping? to help them that they will bring in off you.
7: Well, I think the big thing is our number one pick, John Collins from Wake Forest. Uh, getting his feet wet, uh, learning, uh, developing his body, developing his game. He's got an outside shot. He's got to get bigger and stronger. But he's got a lot of energy. Uh, he can move. Uh, he's a jackrabbit around the basket. Um, I like what I see. I think he's got great potential. I'm not quite sure uh, where his ceiling is. Uh, Not that it matters. We'll figure that out down the road. But I really like what I see. I think the guy's got a chance to be, you know, certainly a relational player in the NBA. Um, That's a great building block. You know, we're getting uh, more from Torian Prince and more from guys like DeAndre Bembry. We talked about Dennis. You know, these are the guys, the young guys going forward Two or years that are going to be around, and these are the guys that you want to, um, you know, uh, take a look at, let them develop, and see what you got, because uh, this kind of a year is all about, you know, if we could do all that and in the process, then uh, that that's a a win win situation for sure.
2: So Bob, I just want to uh, kind of drill down a little bit. When, when you look, you mentioned in your opening answer to Jr. Uh, you know, they're not going to be one of the top tier teams in the league, but uh, there is somewhat of a, a drop off, you know, behind teams like the Cavs and the. Do you think that this team could potentially um, exceed expectations and kind of fill that void and, and maybe get somewhere into the 5-6 seed of the playoffs?
7: Well, I don't know. I think I'd like to see how it all shakes out. I think they're very good teams, uh, you know, despite the fact that it gets lampooned all the time. But I think the uh, Eastern Conference is pretty good. I think you got teams like Cleveland, uh, Boston, Toronto, Washington, Milwaukee, Miami. I think these are outstanding clubs. Well, I mentioned Washington, I meant to, but I think these are all quality teams. So for us to crack that top five or six, it's going to take a lot, but to make a run at it and stay competitive, I think is going to be a uh, goal out there for this ball club. I don't know yet how good we can be. Uh, I think it's a little early for that. We're all still trying to learn one another, figure out who fits where and how much playing time they should get and all that. So um, I think that's we're off to a good start in that regard, but it's when it, 82 games is is a long season, and you know we'll find out. You know, kind of be where we're. But I, I like our potential. I'm not gonna kid you.
0: Got Bob out for him, the boss man. Show sure you can hear him on Fox Sports Southeast. Covering out local, going to be is Every now you see a Hawks game, you're gonna see it on Fox Sports Southeast. Now, Bob, uh, with Paul Mills and Dwight and Howard moving on, that leaves the boy Leadership wise, with the shooter accepts now, and what uh, we're seeing is him in training camp and in the preseason. How's he adjusting to being a leader team in the franchise going forward? But he puts him on, he's been on this for a long time, along with Bays, lead these young guys, show him how Bud's playing the hard way to get them in that system that Bud wants to play every night. Well, I
7: think that's
0: a, a huge key. Um, I think that guys that have been around know Bud, know the system.
7: Uh, each one, teach one. They've got to explain to these young guys what's expected and how this works. Uh, but we've also got some veterans that have you know, their time to be exposed. Uh, guys like Bellinelli and Babbitt, and people like that, they're learning the system too. So, you know, I, I hate to say it's an extended training camp. I don't mean it to sound like that, but it's going to take 20 games or so for us to get used to one another. Uh, the one thing to have in your favor when you're a veteran team uh, that's been together for a while is that you can hit the ground running. Uh, like uh, Golden State, um, Cleveland, you know, they've got all this behind them so they can just pick up where they left off. But like Atlanta, you know, we've got to put this chemistry together and we've got to learn this. And it takes about 20 games to figure out just where you are.
0: Now, Bob, do you feel like this road trip out off the year, I things on the road, helped the sports out and getting there with the practice between these all to kind of help grow the system, get each other on one another. I, I know uh, Marco played in San Diego a little bit, and doing for Bud, particularly. They, having these, these days off here in Charlotte, having the days off on this trip would help these guys gel even more, come, become one, help them on the court really as way to get them that bond to put good on each night. Well, it's tough, I kid you. Uh, by the time we get
7: to Miami Monday night, we're going to be dragged. Uh, there's no question. Uh, this is a first time in the history of a crowd that uh, we've been asked to, to do something like this and play five straight road games to start a season. That would be tough on Golden, much less Atlanta. So it's going to be taxing, challenging. We are playing some teams we can beat. You know, Dallas is one of them, and uh, we, we took care of that last night. Charlotte's another. They got two starters out. Brooklyn lost Jeremy Lin last night. So, you know, we got some clubs that we can beat, and if we can come home with two or three wins, Man, I think that would be fantastic. Uh, Chicago next week is another team that we can handle if we if we play well. So, uh, you know, the good news is it's uh, winnable games. The bad news is is that you just started a year with so many road games. Uh, that's, that's different. You know, we'd be home because you don't have a chance to really practice that much uh, when you're on the road. We didn't have a chance to practice today before we flew to Charlotte, flew uh, some film work, floated around the bar, and then we'd go again and then travel after the game. So it's a little rough on the road, but so far, so good
2: about the freedom for the road of transformation and renovation to Phillips Arena. So for those outside of uh, our listening area in Atlanta uh, and to those within it who may not be aware of what's going on, can you share with uh, our listeners a little bit of what to expect when they come back? To us
7: sure. Well, we've got some exciting things to share. The new Courtside Club is going to be uh, open. The, uh, that's the one in the zone. Uh, most of this new stuff, you know, Killer Mike and Tom etc. et cetera, uh, is going to come online next year when the, the transformation is complete. But you'll see a, a different-looking Phillips arena. You'll see the sweet side gone for the most part. Uh, it'll be just two holes of sweets when you get in. The 200 level is basically gone. Uh, there are new food choices. There are you know a lot of new things that are coming up. But in terms of the way the arena looks, uh, you really won't see it until next year. They'll be working through this season. And then we shut down again uh, when the Hawks are done. And then they go till in the end of October next year or middle of October today uh, when we reopen it for sure. So fun. Uh, I think that's uh, what we've got to look forward to. It's going to be exciting. Uh, there's a lot coming on. This play went on. It's going to be an absolute showcase and uh, can't wait for to all come together for us.
0: How about I'm, uh, I'm uh, George Plaster at the Titans game in Nashville, uh-uh. and uh, he told me to ask you about the night that you all trying to solve the world's problems and then get off that night. He was telling me a story. So if you could, Bob, tell us your a uh, good old story around the show. What's a good story about George Plaster, man. So you can share on that. Well, <laughs> you know
7: the the statute of limitations has not run out yet. So, any story by share about Esther, you know, there could be some significant legal consequences. So, I'm going to have to ask on that one and we'll uh, just wait for the appropriate time when we can share some of those stories.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just see. George is a trip, He loves the truth. I love Anderson, man. He always backs me up when he's telling me these different stories he tells me about what he's seen over his career in the radio. I'm like, when I get to be like you, when I grow. I I'm going to be like you.
2: I Listen, you better not start telling stories about me when that's.
0: And i <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm with
7: you. I take the uh, I take
2: the Rick Pitino defense. I, I know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> there you <Yeah>. go. <laughs> well, uh, Bob, I want to talk to you about your TV partner, uh, Dominique Wilkins. What's it like to Who? work with? <laughs> What's it like to work with him every night and have all the uh and have that knowledge base sitting there? Um, and football, uh, relationship. How is that like behind the scenes? Well, this,
7: we've been together this years, and we've been together uh, all this time. And i got to tell you guys, my back is killing me from having to carry him all these years. You know, his mother only had to carry him nine months. And I think You get I the got I nine knew. years. So, no, it's – <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny. Not a, people, a, lot of, uh, a lot of people know this story, but um, we have been together really since he was in high school. I brought in his game in high school. And then I broadcast Nick in college, and then I came at Georgia, and then I cast him in the NBA at the tail end of his career. And uh, you know, it's just uh, amazing. We're sitting side by side. It's great little rock star, um, couldn't be more uh, accommodating to me and to a lot of people. Um, signs every autograph, takes every picture. He's just a wonderful human being, and I'm glad that he is respected and revered. He deserves it. I mean, he has meant so much to so many. And to have that statue up front, I know, means the world to him. Uh, he's a terrific guy. I love him to death, and I'm glad that we're together.
0: And the final one for you, Bob, is because it'll be interesting in getting behind the scenes and the background. Now, I, I see I, I come to the games. I, I kind of know what goes on. But can you share a listeners? Like, well, I, I, you know, what's your game day routine to get ready for the Hawks game at home or eight? So what's your process to get ready to come on TV on Fox Sports Southeast and, and give us fans what we want to hear about our Hawks every night for, 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 for the listeners and the Oilers?
7: Right. Well, it's a it's a fair process. Uh, the best way that I can explain it to my fans is if you if you remember high school and college, it's, it's like studying for a final exam. And if you can, um, you know, remember those days and remember what it took to get right, the about what's to get right for broadcast. Uh, we've got to go through all the notes and stats and stories, clippings, video, scouting course and condense it all uh, into a Two and a half, three-hour TV show, um, and it's not just me. It's, Nick, it's our cook, our, our director, Gary Lehman, our graphics people that come in, and these are the folks that have to, you know, just sit down and, and figure out how are we going to present, you know, tomorrow night our little game. And we've got a bunch of stuff, a bunch of stuff on Dennis and Bays, etc. That will start to roll in and, and talk about. But the game sort of dictates. But that said, we have to prepare for every eventuality. And that can be a little taxing, especially on a back-to-back. You don't have a lot of time, but it's a labor of love. Uh, But it probably takes me somewhere between six and eight hours to get everything ready for the broadcast.
0: Oh, Bob. I, I mean, I can see, I, I see you pregame. You're very like, happy. You move with your coffee. You know, you're, man. I'm just, just so amazed at how you guys do it because no radio is. just Me and John come in two hours get ready for a radio show, but six hours just to get ready for one game. Imagine the details, having your stats and information. You, did, you might even use it, but if you may use it in a blowout, just only imagine how how it goes to get the possible southeast right there.
7: Yeah, it's uh You know,
0: we owe it to our fans to.
7: Just knock it out of the park for them best we can every night and it just takes a lot of time you know, it's so popular it's so big and we've got a lot of whistles and bells at our disposal uh you know the video that advises and uh is just tremendous and i think that uh those pictures that we produce you know every night are just outstanding but it takes time to put all that together uh we got a lot of talented folks and they love doing it they love the nba and uh, I, it's fun to get ready. It's fun to uh, see what we could do each night with a sort of a blank canvas and kind of go from there.
0: Yes, indeed. Well, will the time tonight. Me and Jonas, every big fans of yours. I love seeing you at the arena. We look forward to seeing you. i have you on again soon, man. You, you've been great. Well,
7: thanks, guys. We can't wait to get home. See all our friends at Phyllis. It's been too long out here on the road already.
0: Yes indeed, October 27th. Hawks turn against the Milwaukee Bucks. Come out there and see Bob he wave and say her, her on the Boss Man show. So you know you just like
7: that. We'll see
0: you down then. Get it D with Bob. Thank you, Bob. We'll see you real soon, okay, man. guys. Appreciate it. All right, it's Bob Elton here on the Boss Man though.
4: Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great
0: album for you.
5: and AthleticsConsulting.com Once again, www.AcademicsAndAthleticsConsulting.com Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at CoachTWheel24 or Instagram TravisLWilliams24 or you can call me at 404 542-607.
3: Nobody be, nobody be, nobody beat, nobody be, nobody be, nobody be, Strange work
0: here on the Boss Man Show. 3 great interviews for you. Rashard Matthews of Tennessee Titans. John Zarneski, also NFL writer from Fox. Bob Rathman, the Atlanta Hawks, play-by-play TV announcer. And now it's time for the Boss Report. John, you had a week to get over that story about my man getting sawed off with a wrench. Are you better for it, man? <laughs>
2: Listen, I learned a valuable lesson. Uh, I learned and it doesn't always have to be a knife, my friend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, this week I have some of this for you, too, man. So, folks, you've been Waiting on it. It's time for it. It's here. It's the boss boy. First story is this former team player with <laughs> Mia Khalifa. That name gets me every time. Since Steph Curry third trap, but then gets shot down by Aisha Curry with a frying pan on Twitter, getting the DMs.
2: <laughs> How do you wait? <laughs> what what, what did I do?
0: She took her former porn star self Tad's for Mia Khalifa. She was a from, former uh, porn star. If you, I don't know if you know noticed now. Give it a read it on last couple. It's gonna be in his <laughs>
2: know oh, man getting, uh, getting
0: out there, right? Very much so. Very, 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 very much so. This story right here, Tom, may have your head <laughs> on the rest of this faucet. But well, I'm giving to it to you anyway. Here it goes. Florida man arrested after getting his head stuck in six foot three, five her 39 nine pound wife's vagina in Walmart hidden room. Saying, "Whoa, she opened up and I got called in there."
2: <laughs> Dude, like the whole. Line. Oh. <laughs> I mean, at that point, I'm going a hot dog down a hallway, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, what else gonna? Dude, like dude, that's and then and forget where you're at. I mean Walmart, you're at okay, I guess. Like what you're not supposed to be able to <laughs> I, I know a baby head comes out of there, but a, a grown man head go back up in there. <laughs> exactly. Okay, I guess that's what I'm saying. Like what and and, and what would why would you wanna do that? Why would you wanna do that, JR?
0: I don't know. And if you know your white is I mean I don't think you would be getting down in Walmart. That's more of dude more
2: size, you need to get a more size friendly Why to do that if you ask me. And you ever seen one of those National Geographic videos where oh, it's on in reverse? Yes, unfortunately it, I am. It's basically, that would be, that's what it is for in reverse, right? Yes. Oh my god, oh man, why do you do that to me bro, and I, the whole rest of my week all the way up until the next week, man. <laughs> yeah, and you know what calls your attention to the bench in the living
0: room. <laughs>
2: and they hooked the, the big hood uh, and
0: they had to come and see what happened because when she crashed,
2: crashed, she the integrity of the whole
0: fitting room. Integrity of the fitting room, was are
2: talking about. Oh boy, okay, all right, let's go <laughs> before I do here. Exactly, okay.
0: Shady slicing. Tia's wife, Tiny, Naya Lee, and my wife, Renee Graziano is suing past surgeons Nicholas and Fraud Have some defects of their new. Last
2: yeah, you gotta be careful with that plastic surgery, man. Like, there are really bad horror stories out there. It's not like, they make it out of the you, you quick and easy, outpatient, everything fine. That's like, it's, it's a serious surgery, man. Like, especially, um, I mean, it doesn't really matter where it's at, but you can have some serious things go wrong with a surgery, right? Very much less like if you get a new
6: case, you
2: know. Yeah, absolutely. You get a new case, if you're getting something implanted in your butt, somebody busting up your nose, fixing I mean, like, I don't know, man. Like, look of like, Michael Jackson, an example, or, uh, Joan Rivers, another example. Like, you can't tell me that they didn't have some bad experience with all that
0: plastic Bad, right? you gotta, you gotta leave, I, I, I wouldn't deny it. <laughs> well, I know from your story from like maybe a year or so ago, two years ago, it it's, it's got update on the story. Florida man arrested our police, mistook Christmas cream glaze for meth, received a settlement of $375,000, and keep on switching for life and a free police outfit.
2: <laughs> this is the same dude that a meth at on his level?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, let me get this same. My man was like, I was in public with the with glaze on his neck, like he was mashing. Krispy cream donut. Yes. And the cops thought that he just had a bad case of meth mouth or something? Yes. And they, took they him looked down. him
0: up? They took him
2: down. He sued him in court. Got oh, them settlement. Oh, oh, he oh, oh. was polite and he's out. it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> you try to do a little bit more investigating, right? Like <laughs> Just because you got them, some some schmeckle on your face of not meaning of
0: Exactly. Oh,
2: man. You dive a little deeper into that one. I kind of was... Looks... Exactly. Before the cops was overzealous. Oh, it
0: was offside. offside. Encroach yeah, defense. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, you
2: know, it, it is the border, man. I get it. You know, you have a history. So I understand, but still, you know, do do take a time, take a little more time.
0: Exactly. you got hush hush. Former Pussycat Dolls member Kaya Jones claims that a girl
2: group was covered for Yeah, I saw that one. I, I think that we think you were taking some liberty with the term prostitution ring because they're in the boss We take that to be a literal prostitution. Which I don't think it hurt it was. I think what he was implying was that uh, they were being, you know, pimped out, quote unquote, in the industry. So they were being made to do things that they didn't want to do. Some things may have been of a sexual nature. I know she had really strong things to say about it. the what I believe she referred to as their den mother, which I guess would have been maybe the stage mom who was responsible for taking care of them as they were traveling. So, yeah, I mean, that's rough. So, dude, there's a, that's a whole scenario to find out where Hollywood right now is Like I mean, I, I, everybody, I think, knew the story of the casting couch, but I don't think anybody outside of Hollywood I'm talking about now, like you and me, entertainment consumer, knew how, how bad and how prevalent it was out of the industry. Like, every day, bro, there's like, you know, a new dude gets caught up in it. There's like 10 new accusations. And again, you and I have had this conversation Lord, I am completely willing to give a guy the benefit of the doubt when it comes to an accusation. It's you know cause they can be frivolous. I guess I put it, right there. Yeah. Yes, they can. But yes. a lot of these have a lot of a lot of facts smoke, with there's fire here. There's a lot of
0: smoke out there. So right. There's a real smoke going on out there in Hollywood right now. Right, right, right. man. Oh man, try this. This is the, 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 the Hollywood people love this story. Watch this. Florida man arrested after being caught with a hidden camera over a bed in his Airbnb rental property. Says whoa. He hid the camera over the bed in the Airbnb And you know, a smoke checkers Won't give him a better angle as they got Izzy
2: down there <laughs> So like uh, he didn't even need to hide from it <laughs> No he didn't How was <laughs> looking for the hell How does he I need, I need credit for at least, you know, be honest about it not trying to call yeah, either, but You gotta be careful out there, man. Like, ah. Uh, you, tra- you, don't, you don't know, dude. You Anytime you leave your own home, okay? Bet all bets are off. all are off. At this point, you can be getting surveilled, videotaped, recorded anywhere that you go. It doesn't matter if you're famous. It doesn't matter who you are. There are sick people out there who will do that stuff just to get a job. Yeah,
0: they're right. Yeah, that guy will definitely love We got sliding on our detective hats. Found of Hustler Magazine and former director Larry Flynn off of Tim and to help
2: impeach Donald Trump? Yeah, I thought that. He was like, oh, I don't know, man. I don't think it just gets a little like this. He doesn't really need any help to impeaching. I mean, he, he's doing like, pretty. He's like, I don't think he's doing a pretty
0: good job of it himself. That's
2: what I'm saying. <laughs> if, he, if, he, if he ends up getting impeached, going to be of his own doing. It. There is really no. Now listen, You offer $10 million, gonna a dollars, there's going to be stories coming to you. Uh, and basically, as far as I'm concerned, all he did was read a bunch of work though. You are going to be coming over and telling them all the stories, and have to kind of figure out how credible they are and, on and so forth. And uh, it's just a big headache. But at any rate, yeah, no, he's doing a, a good enough job.
0: Yes, indeed. And Florida man is arrested after being caught masturbating into your dealership customer waiting area due to a sudden urge caused by women, the sun, and the wind.
2: <laughs> the wind? I'm scared to elemental on it. <laughs> Oh, you went earth, wind, and fire on that one, right? Exactly. I'm starting to hurt you, know? Nerd, yeah. I'm starting to about to win, son. Start firing away. You know, you should get your hammer. <laughs> or or a I know that. they get you out
0: of that fire? Y'all might be there. I already know that. All right? This word right here is just bad take 101. Bye, no, r already be saying return to burn. Usher files to have $20 million latex that's lost and dismissed. Because whoa, old girl whoa, knew the risk. <laughs> what a terrible take.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like that if it was written into a legal document. Like, they, that was a thing <laughs> they brought the oh, legal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, hey, listen, man. <laughs> that's a, ter- that's a take. <laughs> sometimes you, you shouldn't always go with the first. This, is, this goes back to the whole Larry Lynch okay, with uh, the impeachment thing. This is what gets uh, the president in trouble. Sometimes you shouldn't go with the first thing that comes to mind. Okay, When you're talking and you're, and you're out there in public life, sometimes you just got to you gotta let it marinate for a little bit, You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, brother. You gotta let it, that, that's an illegal document in court. Quote, she knew the risk. But, that's a terrible take. <laughs>
2: And then the attorneys get paid
0: for that. Like, you know, he had to go home that day and was just like, you know,
2: just like laughing with his wife. Like, that's what my man wanted me to put in there. That's what I did. Like, My man, free. he needs He needs like
0: a, a veto person. You can't go with that tape. For real, dude. You can't go with uh, a do the wrist
2: tape. I need mean, to get him like, just... a, a, you know what we need to do. We did they are. I do agree. I just agree. Like, okay, this is gotta interrupt. I interrupt this for a special uh, breaking news bulletin, JR. The Boston Radio Show is now offering uh, media consulting services. If you are a celebrity, out there and you get caught up in the map. you contact the boss Pancho, and J.R. and John will handle your media for you we will be your social people out in the world and make sure you don't step in it when you're out there trying to claim what kind of nonsense you got into exactly. we're
6: the whole nonsense. It makes sound
2: dude we, we got the we got the, the mark corner on that I mean we got the boss word we got the type of emails every week I mean just that the emails alone put us in a whole other level like dude exactly. hey, we could rep if you were still around we could rep old dirty Badger and like translate for him you know when he talks like, that's how good we are or tweet <laughs> that's more of a he
0: <laughs> we can cover from these guys. Right. You know, or flame flavor flavor, even. You know, Yeah,
2: exactly. Gotcha. I'm you. Okay, back to our regular. Uh,
0: gotcha. We'll do that, folks. Hit us up. <laughs> got you. Here we go. Oh, John, you're going to love this story. Florida men arrested after stealing steel chairs from two local hurricane shelters to go out in the woods to knock ears out with steel chairs and stone cold stun them to capture them for the community barbecue. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now the first this is the third week we've had um, something stolen or sold uh, illicitly at the shelter okay now the first two weren't great okay they were both that was both you know bad but this guy was actually he was trying to do some good it sounds like he was trying to feed, you know, feed a group of people right so he yeah. could be looked at in a positive light now, I just want to point something out if you stone cold on a buck you could get hurt bro The antlers would like pierce you right yeah they're very sharp <laughs> yeah implausible you gotta watch out that. Uh, I, I just uh, an image, image it's kind of like the, the passer uh, Close line somebody with full robe on. Like, you can see the dude out in the woods, you know, taking swings with a, a metal chair like a WWE event, and then just dropping the stunner on him and then tie up throwing him in the damn truck and take him him in the barbecue <laughs> <laughs> and you know a dude you're cooking that up for barbecue my man is in there that up telling story right like tell telling <laughs> the story
0: exactly
2: uh, they got him to take it down
0: to jail for it cause they <laughs> they not know that the trees were
2: all missing <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. but what, listen maybe you brought you know, the chair and, for the barbecue right you brought him back with, with him to the barbecue and then returned him to the shelf. maybe I, it could be could be, maybe he returned him no, so it could the uh, hurricane we have here exactly. and we got his Roger Dale's wife was
0: busted using a Facebook account to defend her man
2: against hate and trolls on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty embarrassing, but somebody's got a sense of humor. I mean, he, he's in a bad body. I mean, I, in all theories, no matter what he does, he's going to catch it on one side or the other, right? So, exactly. I, this is what I was talking about. We back privately when you and I were talking. He should have just. The best thing he could have done is from the beginning just said, We're not doing any of this stuff, whether you agree or disagree or whomever it is, what we'll causes, blah, 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 blah. Once you start picking and choosing, then that's where you open yourself up to issues. Then the, 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 the cause or the reason behind any protest or or, you know, sticker or what you want to write on your shoes, or what have you, is irrelevant. Once you start picking and choosing, that's when you get, as a commissioner, yourself in trouble, because then you've got people choosing that, which is what he he should have probably tried to avoid. But at any rate, he is where he is, and now his wife looks tight. You know, I guess you got to defend your man, right? I mean, from that perspective, she's doing what she's doing, but, you know, it is kind of goofy. Like, he doesn't need, listen, I don't need, you know, somebody, I don't need my wife stepping out for me in that way. I mean, she would just come out publicly. <laughs> Dude, just come out on there,
0: people you, right? Exactly, exactly, man, oh man. We're now at the two-story warning, people, the two-story warning here on The Ball Sport this week, here we go. Florida juveniles are arrested, a beaten new pastor, with steel chairs and bibles, along with put them through a table, how to talk and jump to them, after placing their favorite Sunday school teacher with his mistress who has three keys. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs>
2: That was like a whole episode of Springer and one in like one, you know, don't twenty ninety five. Exactly. What up with the old chairs with me, bro? I don't like know. the weapon of Springer. We do the pipe ranch, this week in the old chairs. I don't even know, bro. Like, you watch out. <laughs> like, what, run the fact like, he gets hit. Okay, so I, ca- I caught the whole thing at the steel running through a table because he was talking junk to them.
0: Yeah, I was replacing that favorite Sunday school teacher with his mistress with three cars.
2: Oh, okay, that part I'm He replaced a favorite Sunday school teacher. They got upset and they just ran, they just, they ran him out of the gym, babe, bro.
0: Yeah, he was talking junk. They went and got these wheelchairs and hit him with a toe on both. He went into the table like ugly boy style and pinned him one, uh, two, three and hit him with, hit him with some bars. And then for water on top of him. I,
2: I want to bring up any, anything, Jerry. I'm not trying to start anything, you know, out there in the, in the world, but, uh, you know, our boy Richard got a two on two game coming up. We got that two on two game coming up, it might end up in that same kinda of fun, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. We're getting 10 we're to 3 one two Yeah, I mean, when we win, dude, we're going to have some all the time. This is a little sidebar here. I know we're creeping up on the warning, but we're going to come up with a little victory stand. You know, it's kind of like a little kid and slavery When we win, we go to half court to our thing. You
0: know, we, we got to have a little, little bit of swag when we
2: win that one. No doubt. Sure. And then our man, Coach Trillo, out there will have us on his team with Dasha yeah. and with a defense 4-4 average. <laughs> Here's, Here's what we do on the low. We just need to hop on the mic on the PA, okay, as we're playing. And, and they won't know, but when we catch 3, he'll be like, boom, boom, boom. Right. right but he won't do it for then though did he had to do right that
0: they like, what's what is this guy doing here? Hey, <laughs> like, what is he? Yeah. He's he's the
2: announcer. Yeah, he like a tie out. that'll just help us win. So mess with their heads, exactly. I believe it.
0: And we got the final story down in the box. Story is this: John, New Hampshire skinny dippers arrested after disrupting wedding reception at Marriott and shooting the wedding party with super soakers, and sun food, hey, Take them for the road.
2: What in the hell's going on in New Hampshire, dude? Like, I, I, I never. Okay, listen, I've never been in New Hampshire. I doubt you've been in New Hampshire. Like, what? <laughs> I yeah. of thought of found New Hampshire is like, you know, lame. <laughs> what?
0: Well, Kevin's email came from there. What was his name? Oh
2: yeah, name oh, I, forgot. Uh, I forgot what the whole name was. Well, Kevin, what? It was Kevin. <laughs> no, it was named like- <laughs> Exactly. Like, come on, like it could, it could be
0: his
2: people. It's the only explanation I got for this from junior you know we only that epidemic. It, it hits everywhere Super
0: soakers though,
2: <laughs> and a wig. It looks better than AKs, bro. <laughs> exactly, man. Oh man. All right,
0: John, and this. week
2: Support, man. What is your take this support, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm kind of hyped on this new, uh, this new business, this new revenue stream we got lined up, bro. I mean, we're gonna be able to break to, to it in. All these celebrities in the news need our help. You came up with a great idea of translating for guys like uh, you know ODB and Trisha, uh you know, Slave. Anybody that can't speak right, we can hook them up, dude. Just because of our email, you know, our email uh, deciphering capabilities. Yeah, we got right, you. <laughs> man. I
0: mean, I, that's what I'm excited about. That. Believe. I'm excited
2: about it as well. So, folks, if you get in trouble, we need us to decode your
0: bad taste that we already do anyway. We got, let me like, just clean it up for you. Call us, 404-889-NICK-75. email, Folks, great show. Sean Matthews, Titans, Josh Zardineski, hip-hop rapper on the Boss Man Show. Great week, y'all. Talk to you next week. Y'all. And you don't know, know, you know.
4: Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers.
0: Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you.
5: And athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach T Will 24 or Instagram TravisLWilliams24
3: Yeah, yeah, it's your man J.C., the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down. It clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705, Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the live karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m.,